0: Uh, and they did their earnings live right on Twitter, and I okay. thought it was
1: quite amazing okay well yeah sure i, I i'm am i am happy to do it you've made you've made elon you've I, just made I, two I, promises I, I, you've made two promises man now you've made this one, and you've I'll made have, one to Kim have about have the it. i'm out i'm about uh, you made a promise to Kim about the poll, and now you made a promise to hold uh, the the Tesla meeting here on spaces so just uh, i'll i'll remind yeah. you afterwards about it as well <laughs> i i will elon i'm getting I'll, a lot of questions. I I, I I will i will do those. Um, yeah. So I've been getting a lot of questions from people who are
2: just bombarding me just to ask you it, right? you know, when this thing. you are asking, "What are you going to do about the shadow banning situation?" Because like I'm personally search banned. I'm not shadow banned, but I'm search banned. I'm not sure what's even up with that. Yeah. I mean, like I said, I've only been on, on the job like a month, guys. Uh, just definitely, I've got a long list of things to do. But the there needs to be a general. We need to save... Like your account should actually just tell you, you are search so spammed or you are de boosted or whatever it is and why and what the process is for you. now. Now, this week, I should tell you that we did, we were probably a little overzealous, and and that's anything that's that's my fault because we're, I'm, I'm just trying to get rid of the damn scams and spam and bots and stuff. And so, in, in trying to stamp out or reduce the, the bot spam stuff, there will be some false positives. So, that, that's just this week, but taking anyway, like it's going to be an iterative iterative journey towards towards truth and towards a healthier system so' patient at any given point, it will be broken, but it will be moving as quickly as possible towards a good place and I encourage people to you know complain about it and whatnot, but just it will it will move iteratively leads towards a good place that's the goal and Thank you I'm going move pretty fast so on the net. Back some of those over
3: I'm losing him. Yeah. Kim, check my check <laughs> my DMs.
1: Kim, check my DMs. Kim, check my DMs because yes. yes. I'm yes. having glitches, so I might need your help with a few things. Uh, okay. Hilon. Yep. Yeah, you're back. Yep. Yep. He's good. Uh, oh, you're back. Uh, another another question. I think you made a reference once to weed challenge. That was a while ago. I don't recall it correctly. Is does that reference still stand? Today is that a potential vision for Twitter. Yeah, I was just using ReChat as an example. It's not like you would copy ReChat
2: exactly, but it's just WeChat ReChat a lot of has a lot of functionality that Twitter should have. Like kind of a no for Twitter to have payments, both currency and crypto. I just make that that easy and simple for people to use. As we talked about earlier, adding the ability to post long form written content, video content. And to be able to monetize that easily and nice have a playlist, you know, like YouTube does. Yeah,
4: the the my well, my
2: focus in, in the first month and and also will be in December is just making sure that that Twitter, that Twitter is operating as a company. It is it's not wasting money. It faces challenges on the revenue front from you know, an over overdependence on advertising that is not targeted like brand advertising. And 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 in, in a market where advertising revenue in general is dropped, and then also when you start questioning the status quo, then you know various pressure groups start pressuring advertisers to not advertise with. Them. So that's another challenge on the revenue front. And then the debt, and the the debt has now has very high interest rates. Like these are a lot of challenges, simultaneously to that. I think we'll you know we'll solve these challenges, but these are a lot of things to to solve. So the first order of business is just get twitter healthy make sure its expenditures are reasonable that you know twitter is like primarily a software company There are obviously design elements but it's primarily software and servers and so like if the software's organized well those that are in code writing good code and just that it, making the engine of engineering work at twitter because if you look at say like what is twitter's evolution technology evolution over time, excluding acquisitions, it's been very low. The Technology has been very slow. And there's an edit button. Yeah, exactly. The edit button, look, I mean, if it takes a year to do an edit button and the edit button still doesn't work properly, then you can have a million good ideas,
5: but they're irrelevant because you can't implement them. So, so, Elon, I've got a quick question for you, my friend. I was removed from the Hey, I want to ex- test my mic. Can but, you guys uh, hear, hear me? I can hear you. Maybe you can't. Can you hear me? Alex, we can. We can um, yeah. Yeah, go ahead. I'll let Alex. up. Okay. Does Alex want to go and then I can
1: go?
6: Can you hear me?
5: Yeah. Yeah. We can, he, he can hear you. Yeah. Hear okay. Me. So, my
6: question was if the bills <laughs> are also going to include <laughs> other yeah. ones okay. other than <laughs> so basically All I of
7: be- yeah Alex, okay.
3: uh,
6: Mario we can't hear you
3: this is a bit of an audio shit show let's try to get this back on the road I unmuted, everyone. I unmuted everyone I'm going to unmute those who are not talking just mute yourself please
5: I, I would like to ask Elon a quick question okay, trying this again I
0: think Alex just did, and he was ready to respond. He just now would have to unmute himself to respond to Alex.
6: Yeah, I was just wondering if all, all accounts that were requested to have things taken down by the DNC and by the Biden campaign, even ones that have nothing to do with the Hunter Biden laptop, if they will also be released. Unmuted. He's got to unmute. Yeah, he's gotta... Yep, he's got to unmute. Oh, sorry, uh, yes, the intent is to release
1: all the files so it's not like anything that's you no, know, any.
3: I can't hear anybody,
1: he dropped out. Is my mic good, Kim? By the way, is it my mic okay? Because yeah, you just aren't my... like you are you are in I'll be back, um, back, back. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. oh, okay.
6: Yeah, we can hear yeah, 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 you now. you like,
2: yeah, see, you cut out, you cut out for us. Yeah, I I... you were like, I mean, I think this is uh, this is like whatever stars files or. Um, your truth and reconciliation, like Nasr Mandela would say, you know, it's it's, you want reconciliation, there must be truth. So, that's that's the intention here is to just make, make it clear what was happening and provide transparency about the past, and in doing
6: so, to build trust about the future. Awesome. So, do you think that Twitter could also like have? An automatic <laughs> notification if anyone was say if there was requested content taken down. Do you think there could be something like that? Yeah, like the VPN sites actually offer that.
2: Yeah, I mean, you mean it's like like the government has has a request or something like that. Yeah, yeah. The yeah, like government example, says, "Hey, we want
6: you censor I
4: mean, I think yeah, so like example, even
7: example, Germany would let you know, world.
4: right?
6: So why doesn't America? Yeah. yeah. Or with James Woods, for example, how his content was—they requested his content be removed. Say if that happened for from the, like the Biden camp. Yeah, I,
2: I think both past future requests made public and sunshine is sunshine is a great disinfectant. And so if, if he is, you know, <laughs> like you request content that are embarrassing, then they'll be less likely to request those. Countdowns. You know, at <laughs> the end of the day, Twitter it doesn't have a choice. But to abide by the laws of, uh, you know, the U.S. And, and 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 whatever countries it's operating in, otherwise get arrested. But we shouldn't do more than that. It should be abide by the laws because you have to. And you know, there may be there may be some potential to say like, well, if we just agree with the law, maybe we can lobby to have a law change or something like that.
1: But so, so, so uh,
2: Elon, I, I, I want to ask I, you I, on I, this I, point. I, Go ahead. Sorry. No, but I'm saying like say like the, the the overarching goal here is that on balance. That that Twitter be forced for future civilization, that
5: and and for the the, the expression of of consciousness. Like So, so to that point, I, I want to ask you then, because I'm speaking from the European lens, what do you think about the EU's proposals over potential restrictions L- to the use I of Twitter? Think we're losing you a little bit. Or, equally, I know you had a little bit of a, shall we say, fanfare with Alex Vinman earlier this week. I was wondering if you would be interested in a space with you and him, since I know him from the week ago. <laughs> we had a chat. I invite you oh, to. Oh, God, we're doing it. If you'd Bindman. be interested. If you'd be interested. <laughs> got it, got you don't,
3: don't waste your time with the intelligence intended... <laughs> community, Seriously, yeah. I'm feasible. teasing. You I'm teasing.
5: I'm teasing. But I, I am curious about your thoughts on the European Union <laughs> perspective. Well,
2: Actually, uh, I, I the, the the a lot of the the EU rules call call for things that I agree with, transparency and, and a and it's an ability for for users to appeal and, and they have a clear process. So I think I the you know in terms of the Digital Services Act, I think it's it's mostly good. I think we have to watch the implementation of it and make sure the implementation does not is not you know bad for the, the people of Europe, but the actual, you know, I think most of what is in there, I, I agree with, you know, because it's, it's transparency and accountability. It seems quite sensible. We just need to make sure that that is not walked in a bad direction. But uh, generally, I, you know, I, I agree with it or what I
3: know of it.
8: What I about think the first, question um, for you you Ewan, that, uh, that we don't
3: it, allow yes. governments to define what misinformation or disinformation is, right? I mean, that is probably the most dangerous development to give governments that kind of power that they become the deciders of what's and what is not,
2: yeah, no, that, that that's that is a big deal. I agree. that is that's that's that goes to the heart mm-hmm. heart of the situation is that. You don't want to have governments, and especially, it may not even be sort of an elected official. It may be someone who is, you know, a mid-level in a ministry who is deciding this, uh, who people don't even know exists and was never elected, despite being in a democratic country. So So
9: what about the
5: China program? What role do you think that? Twitter can have in helping to support Iran, Ukraine, China, and other countries that are facing, you know, technological oppression and limitation in their access to freedom of speech.
8: Well, I
2: mean, yeah. like I said, we'll, we'll do whatever is possible. within the bounds of the law. So, you know, yeah. I have a, kind of a personal question. I've been curious, you know, was there a breaking point that made you decide to want to buy Twitter? Man, that's a good question. Thank you.
0: I was hoping you would say the child exploitation that you've done more to get rid of in the past month than they did in the past 10 years on Twitter. (laughs) And I wanted to thank you for that and I'm sorry that the media has completely snubbed you on mentioning the fact that you guys have gone above and beyond to make that happen. And Eliza Blue, thank you for your work and efforts there.
2: Yeah, I'd like to Thank, thank Eliza Elizabeth, of like as well. We've actually had this is actually like a really good case of, 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 of crowdsourcing of having people on Twitter actually helps solve the child exploitation stuff. It, it's actually, it is, it is true. Yes, Twitter spent more to stop child exploitation in the last month than probably the last 10 years. That's it. It kind of blows my mind, frankly. And we're going to keep doing it. And it's always going to be no one. I mean, it's like kids can't defend themselves. So we must have. At So, yeah.
8: Mario, we can't hear you.
3: Mario, no, you, you sound like a, like a mosquito now. Sounds like he's in the toilet, to be honest.
0: Elon, yeah. do you still have plans to drop the W? Everyone is asking.
2: I mean, technically, the polls did come out positive on that. The oh. people
0: have spoken. <laughs>
2: No, a no, people have not spoken. <laughs> but more <of> to right <laughs> question, like, I don't think you answered that. Like, I want to know, like, what was the breaking point? Like, I think a lot of people want to know this one.
9: What was the breaking point
2: that made you want to buy
9: Twitter? This show is brought to you by Backblaze. I use Backblaze to back up my podcast, my video files, all of my writing stuff and all my photos. And you get unlimited computer backup for Macs and PCs for just $7 a month. You can back up your own documents, photos, videos, drawings, projects, all of your data and access your backed up data from anywhere in the world using the web app. And you can access the files on your mobile, too. iOS, Android apps, all covered. And this is the cool part. This is my favorite part. You can restore it by mail. A hard drive will come to your house with all your data shipped to your door. It could come to your business, too. And you can restore return refund program. So you can buy a hard drive restore, send the hard drive back within 30 days. And get a full refund so basically they ship you this hard drive and then you ship it back and you don't ever pay for it which is the perfect program for somebody who has huge files and you don't want to waste days and days downloading terabytes and teraflops of data and if you're worried about accidentally deleting your files two bucks extra a month you can increase your retention history to one year. And I use it for all of my video files it comes in super handy. So $7 plus $2, $9 a month, and you get everything backed up ease of mind for up to a year. And if you use the URL backblaze.com slash Elon, you get a fully featured 15 day no credit card required Free trial. Check it out. Play with it. Start protecting yourself from potential bad times. Back your stuff up. It's recommended by the New York Times, Inc., MacWorld, PC World, LifeWire, Wired, Tom's Guide, nightified to Mac, and more. And it's recently been listed on the Nasdaq Stock Exchange under BLZE, so you know they're legit. Backblaze is committed more than ever to bringing easy and affordable data storage that you can trust. Don't be that person that forgot to back up their important files. We've got your back. Sign up for a free 15-day trial. No credit card required. Go there, sign up, play with it. It's really powerful and is really easy to use. So go to backblaze.com slash Elon. Backblaze.com slash Elon. Backblaze.com slash Elon. Well, first of all, I, I suppose if I,
2: I, Twitter had been, I'd been able to buy Twitter sooner, then I I might have actually done that. But you know, there there had to be where, where a situation where my liquidity was enough and Twitter's value was you know, with where with, with, with the you know, there the, was the, the essentially a closing price. Like would I actually have buy That that wasn't based until recently. But I, I guess the it just felt like it really had been building for for some time. So I wouldn't say there was like, it wasn't like a step change suddenly. This, this is one thing. It's not like, oh, the Babylon B got banned. That's why I bought Twitter. That would be crazy. It's more that the, the, there just seems to be like this
3: more and more group
2: think amongst the media, more and more sort of towing the line amongst digital social media companies. And basically just we're traveling the path more and more. Of, of suppression of free speech, and this was just getting me concerned. It's like the trends were just very, very bad. So unless something was done to reverse this trend against free speech, then I felt well, maybe that there, you know, at some point everything will just cut off, and unless you're in agreement with whatever the group gets, then you're just going to be ostracized or. Your voice will be shut off so, so like i said it wasn't any one thing it was just it's like okay. i think and then i could i can't exactly say why because it's like one of those things where it's like might it's just that my biological neural net you know that's important to buy twitter and you know just like with a digital neural net you can't really exactly explain why the neural net is able to understand and or text or just say that, that the, the collective result of the neural net that this is an important action or this is the right action. And my biological neural nets concluded that it was important to try Twitter and that if Twitter was not bought and steered in a good direction, that it would be dangerous for the future of civilization. And so that's why I
3: that's why I bought it. That's brilliant. And Elon, yeah, you, you, mentioned, you mentioned the biological neural net and the digital neural net. When is uh, Neuralink going to be ready to copy our consciousness into a computer? And please, can I sign, sign up
7: Where can I sign up for it? Because I would exactly. love to have my
2: brain augmented. It's like cyberpunk. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
5: It's going cool cyberpunk at this point. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Look, e- e- Elon, Go I want to point self. the other side to that to that I'm sure you're familiar with Dr Who, right and the cyber met, and this idea of a centralized system by which you can influence people's thoughts is that not a consideration that you have on your radar if you get what I'm coming from Well I mean fr- frankly on the on the, the neural neural
2: on the neural link front, if i look at the pace at which artificial intelligence is improving versus the pace at which neural link is gaining Artificial intelligence is moving much faster than the Neuralink is moving because as soon as it gets done with humans, gets very slow because of the danger to humans. So the short, I mean, for the next few years, Neuralink is really just focused on restoring movement to people that have a broken neck or spine, and restoring vision. Restoring movement and vision. It's not, you know, uploading memories or controlling thoughts or anything like that. It's pretty basic stuff. It's like the early days of computers, you know. It's basic, but it's life-changing, though, right? I mean, being able to see if you're you born blind, that is, that is the gift that I don't think, you know, anyone would pass up. That would be amazing. Yeah, and that's, that's very doable. You know, What I'm saying about Neuralink is that you'll be able to see anything in Neuralink's, you'll be able to see coming from very far off, like, you know. Because you've got to go through the whole FDA device approval process. That takes ages. You've got to evaluate the safety in humans, and that takes a long time. So it basically is very slow. To the development of digital superintelligence for a long time that we ought to be more cautious in the development of digital superintelligence. So this represents a danger to the public. Just as we have other regulatory agencies that oversee just the, the public like FDA or the F or, you know, one of a number of, it is, you know, you, have to, you can't just have comp- companies just going hog wild on uh, developing digital superintelligence with no oversight. Do you potentially see this happening in a country where there are no oversights, you know, where the governments allow the, you know, scientists to do, to go hog wild, as mm-hmm. you said? Well, look, we we there's there's the things we can control, the things we can't control. I think the there should be some kind of oversight in you know North America and Europe, which is where a lot of the AI innovation news happening there should be some kind of oversight up, up beyond nothing which is currently the case how yeah, far was... the,
3: we are from general artificial intelligence like what is your time frame you think until we have the big the big deal
2: i mean i think it's happening very fast you have to say like agi it's a by where where digital superintelligence is smarter than the smartest
3: human. What is your definition of AGI? Yeah, exactly. I mean, once once the AI is able to basically program itself and understands how to how to advance itself, that would be the level where we need to start to worry, right?
5: Yeah, you. Where, yeah. Well, to, to, to add to that, Elon, I mean, what about this? You know, last year after the pandemic, we had the the great resignation. And now there's the concern about the replacement of traditional labor jobs with, you know, AI and machine technology. I think it was you, you know, I saw the video deep and the capacity for it to control things with its mind. It was not a concern about the potential impact it has on, you know, very menial jobs or, you know, those people, those. People, don't have necessarily the skills or ability to retrain that quickly. Just, you know, how can we plan in advance to minimize the consequence?
2: Yeah, sorry, the audio the audio is like not not good right now, so oh no worries. Hey
3: yeah, uh, we can hear you maybe, him, Mario. Maybe we can have another space sometime in the future to talk about AI because I think uh, that is one of the big topics, you know, where a lot of people don't really realize how big the risk of AI is, AI is. and what you are always asking for is, you know, more regulation, better rules in order to prevent the worst-case scenario of yeah. an AGI taking over and basically yeah. wiping out like an men- artist and an artist's, artists you know,
2: job. You know, I mean, Midjourney has basically replaced graphic artists for book covers, you know, you don't need a book artist anymore. You can just do it with AI. Not,
6: not, not, not to change the subject back to the Twitter files, but Kim, I just want to, <laughs> ask, just want to ask Elon a, a quick question about Section 230. Are you concerned about that now and what the government could potentially do to Section 230
2: as a result of the flattening that you're creating at Twitter and all the truth that you're, you're pushing out of the objectivity? well i i think it is publicly it is good that that we we actually that, that the house will be republican it's, it's like it's not it's generally not a good idea in the u s if the house and executive branch are all of one party then then you have two situation so it's good to have at least one of those branches be the other party cause then they will then then they will check the worst excesses of both parties. So I, I, I think it's, probably, it's good that the House will be Republican. This well to interpret that as like, oh, I must be some here's Republican or something. It's like, no, I'm a huge moderate, actually, is what I am. It's just like, I wish people were vigorously moderate, but like, by its nature, being moderate is not, it does not lend itself, you know, you cannot be, it's like, be fanatically moderate. But fanaticism and moderation. be a radical centrist. I think some YouTubers like to say, right? Be a radical centrist. Uh, yeah, exactly. Centrist. So it's just like like you wanna have the government pass laws that are in the best interest of people, not that that are that are in the interest of a small segment of the people. And so that's why I think you like if you have a mixture of parties in control, then then, then they will pass only things that Sort of are the intersection sets of what both parties agree on, which is more likely to be in the interest of the people. So, so I think I, I guess I feel pretty okay about
1: that uh, section 230 stuff. Yeah. Elon, can you uh, a... just quickly, guys, can you can you hear me now or no? We got yeah, okay. yeah, I've just got I've just got uh, I've just yeah, I've just got I've got great speakers that just came up because now it's not glitching for me anymore. So, I've just welcomed Clayton, Patrick, but Pat, David is on stage as well. And there's more speakers about to come up that all of you would know. Now, my space is working. So, guys, feel free to jump in and ask Elon any questions. Hey, thank you. Thank mm-hmm. you so
0: much. Well, do you want to retry the co host thing, to Mario? Sorry I will now. I will like...
7: not. Yeah, yeah, I will now. I will okay. now. Go ahead, Clay, and then Patrick. Go ahead, Clay. Hey, thanks, Elon. This is Clayton from Redacted. One of the stories we've been covering on our show over the past couple of months oh. is the Dr. Shiva's lawsuit. Uh, He was banned from Twitter, running for the Senate from Massachusetts, and one of the things in his lawsuit that was uncovered was the back-end government portal to both Facebook and Twitter, the the trusted Twitter partnership. And I know on Twitter's blog, that trusted Twitter partnership between Twitter and someone with a government email address approaching to Twitter and basically have towns banned, taken down. Is that portal, is that trusted partnership still available to the government? And given what you've released in the Twitter files, does it make sense for that to still be there? i, I got to dig into the... Thing. You know,
2: obviously that has, like, the brother vibes. You know, Twitter, Twitter will adhere to the law, but but it will not do... You know, it's not going to go go beyond the law. And, and if there are laws that of the people then I don't to change the Lord's but I'll, I'll think it's just trusted partnership know what's going on
3: I so...
8: like uh, okay. I
3: do watch Redacted and I love you and your wife you're doing an amazing job so keep it going
4: Eric did you have a Eric Sebastian did you have a
1: question
4: Yeah, yes I, uh, I, I, I do, I do Elon maybe a follow to to the, the prior question Elon in the twitter in you know the twitter files the things that you found did you find any relationship between facebook and any other tiktok whoever whomever with regards to what could be considered you know the collusion with with the certain political parties was it was it in other words, was there any collusion among other social media groups with twitter i've not directly
2: seen that i'm not saying it doesn't exist i've not seen it yet in, in, in fact the in terms of the, the Twitter files, I, Matt has Matt read way more than I have, like by, by a ton. My priority has been just getting Twitter healthy and fixing Twitter engineering so that we can see, you know, release features at a high, at a, at a high rate. So you know, that's been my priority on the Twitter front is to get Twitter, get a financially healthy place, fix the engine of engineering. So we're going to add, add the features and capabilities that that make it much better and improve transparency and trust and all that. So, okay. I actually don't, mean, I, I don't, most of the stuff, I, I've read hardly any of the Twitter
1: files. Matt TV has, and then Barry, Barry White is also getting access to it. So, I still read it too. Have you been in contact with any of the other social platforms, Meta, Google, et cetera, since the release of the files? Has there been any pushback, any concerns, anything at all? Or it has been pretty quiet? They haven't reached out to me.
2: So, I'm not aware of any, any outreach from them. So, I, I guess, look, if, 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 if I think if, if this, if it turns out there's like stuff that the public, should know about, then we'll put it out there. And you know, I told Matt Taibbi Matt, Matt, uh, and Barry Weiss, hey, listen, whatever you see, if you think public should know about it, just post it. With regards to the dissemination of information, so right now it's Matt Taibbi and Barry Weiss, do you have any uh, plans to maybe yeah. give it, give access to more journalists like, say, Ryan Savidra of Daily Wire, Jack Mostobic, you know, I mean, he's done a lot of coverage on this stuff even previously, so... I'm, I'm sure they'd love to know. Yeah, I did. I mean, maybe at some point we should just like put it all out there, you know. So, like, I think in the, in the beginning, it's it's good to have some coherence, and you know, so it's not just a million stories all at once. Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah, it's a it's a drip feed at first, and then later on, it's going to be a flood, right? Because otherwise, it's just too many stories, too much all at once, and then people can't really focus on anything. Yeah, makes sense. Yeah, you just you just get drowned out in the flood of things. But I think I think yep. w- once once we think about the stories that have. The critical stories have been told. Then I think probably the right move is to just, you know, provide a data dump and then go through it and
7: see what was missed. Are, are you are you surprised at all about the the the, the blowback against Matt Taibbi over the past twenty four hours? I mean, a number of a number of liberal news organizations. <laughs> A lot of liberal news reporters came out and really slammed Matt Taibbi, which really was really shocking. What was your response to that? Well, I think those people should
2: be looking in the mirror and wondering why
7: they were deceptive. Why did they deceive the American
2: public? And, and instead of trying to redirect blame to Matt Taibbi, accepting some responsibility themselves for not being truthful to the American public.
4: That's he you Elon, it's Mike Cohen here. Congratulations on, of course, the acquisition of Twitter. But my question to you is, how are you going to go about combating the issue of bot and bot farms who create so much misinformation and hate on your platform? The last thing I do, I will defeat the damn bots and trolls. Maybe need <laughs> like a mind
2: virus that purges them. It just makes them self-destruct. Yeah, I mean, you know... It's war. It's war, and
4: and we're gonna win that war, big time. Yeah, because okay. I'm the, confident, you will. I'm <laughs> because confident the, you will. The extent of the hatred that these bots cause is astronomical, and it's really terrible, yeah, terrible. But thank you for thank you for your commitment
3: to that. I, really, Ma- can I, I can yeah. I
7: jump in and ask a question here, Michael? Just Cohen. just
3: real quick, just real quick. I wanted to say something about the bots. So. There are, of course, commercial bots, right? People trying to do spam. But the more dangerous bots are those that are trying to interfere in discourse and, you know, try to manipulate the conversation. And those are primarily run by governments, right? They're run by the intelligence community in different countries. They're trying to manipulate the way... People are talking, for example, about Ukraine. I think one of the more famous uh, examples here are these so-called NAFO bots that are going out and shooting everyone yeah, down. Real people. Yeah, often is where they're, they're mixing it, right? So the intelligence community does it in that way. They have real people, then they have bots that are fully automated, and then they even let their intelligence community employees work with Twitter profiles chime in as well, but all with one goal, which is to the public discourse towards their goals. And I think you experienced that yourself when you spoke out for peace in Ukraine. You were attacked by these same bots. Yeah.
2: No, absolutely. So, like I, like I said, you know, I've been on the job for a, a month. I'm very good at software. I wrote software for 20 years. And I was very good back in the day at meeting the scammers. The and they, I mean, they were just like... It, it, the, they were just, had, had, the, the the bad actors had free reign in the system before. They will not have that in the future. I look forward to that battle and it, we will expose those who are acting to manipulate public opinion and shine a bright light on it.
3: Fantastic.
7: Hey, Kim, if a I could answer. just ask a, ask a quick question on that same topic, because there was a point at which I was told by someone who had access to this Discord server for these NATO or NATO trolls that I was among their top targets or even the number one target for a while. So I'm just sort of a personal curiosity. By the way, this is uh, Michael Trace. And, and so, Elon, I'm just curious if you were able to detect or gauge any inauthentic activity on Twitter specifically related to this sort of pro-Ukraine faction, or, you know, is there was there a particular sort of system that kind of connects those actors that you were able to discern since you've taken the helm. Well, the, the the tools that Twitter currently has to large scale manipulation
2: are that's why. But in order for that for them to be strengthened, we must uh, like both the engine of it and be able to sort of see what's going on in the system. It, it, I mean, over and over again it's... Uh, uh, we like Twitter doesn't know what's going on in Twitter. That, that's actually the issue. So we need to build the the tools that can analyze what's going on and see where where is there evidence of large scale manipulation, and mm-hmm in order to, to, to highlight it. I think even if it's not shut down, if it is simply highlighted sort of wait a second, these, these accounts are all acting in concert. They're acting in a way that is faster than they could possibly coordinate. This, the, the, this appears to be a linked, you know, 100,000 bots linked that are all acting in concert and, and just say, hey, and, 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 you know, expose them essentially. But, but those software tools need to be written and they have not yet been written. So they but they will. be. Oh, right? I, no, no, yeah, I, Elon I, Elon Elon would,
7: I have regular so I can give them to you. <laughs> right, Elon, wouldn't it be easier if you were able to use
4: some form of two part authentication in order to ensure that individual. You've Elon, jumped, out, you've jumped out, Elon, oh, You're they, back. Yeah, go ahead. Elon, would it not be easier to do some form of two card authentication to ensure that the individual is who they say they are? Yes <laughs> now now that so
2: this part of was the, the plan with the sort of you know blue verified thing is that that right now it is, is uh, there, there are problems on many levels it's too cheap to have a bot uh, or, or and even a troll like, like somebody's operating a bunch you know thousand instances of of you know of Twitter accounts, you know, in you know in a in a bank of PCs. You know, it's it's it's, it's have a warehouse with an R across the world, like warehouse with banks and phones. phones. Actually are operated by people. The, the 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 challenge right now the challenge is actually you have to make more expensive to have bots and trolls.
4: It's like a guy sitting in
2: front of headphones, right? That's just how... Yeah. God, the, like, the, the farms are a guy sitting in front of headphones.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Well, unfortunately, the, the, the disinformation budget for the CIA, for these NAFO bots, is over $100 million. I mean, even if you throw $8 per month per account in front of them, it's not... Is that going to stop them? Not the $8. The, the if it was
4: purely a
2: question, then I think could overcome a budget challenge also then having to have a huge number of phones and a huge number of credit or debit cards that these all amplify the difficulty and and and, and then having if you want to do it quick that, that there's no, that you can't find any connection between a hundred thousand phones and a hundred thousand credit cards and a hundred thousand you know phone numbers that's very difficult to do just be the logistical difficulty of that is extremely high. And, so, so it's, it's more like we need to process some amount and, of money through the payment system in order to pay back off your system. You know, Eight dollars is kind of like a random number, obviously. But there's another thing that it has to be accomplished simultaneously, which is that Twitter cannot be like so heavily on advertisers. So this is an attempt to kill two birds with one, you know, which is that it, which is. Build a, build a source of revenue that, that is not advertising dependent, so that the advertisers have, not, have too much sway over what happens on Twitter. Also, use the payment system as an additional means of identifying and stopping lots of the system.
4: And just to so, add on to that, just, you know, and, and, when in you other words, a lot of users just finding up, their one advertisers second, are going to realize second. that these are Hello. people, right? They're
2: all verified individuals. That will make them want to advertise on the site. It really, hey, let's
3: win, right? Yeah. Let's hey, Kim,
7: can I can I ask you a quick follow up to my question? Would you mind, Elon?
3: Okay, I have to <laughs> I have to just stop this for a second because everyone is talking over each other. Elon just made a really important point, which is that he has more freedom to do what is good for his users if he is less dependent on advertisers. So there's a large group of people here. I think everyone who appreciates what Elon is doing for us right now, this fight for freedom of speech, should support him. And the best way you can support him is to become a a subscriber at Twitter. You're using this great service all the time. If you want him to have more power and more freedom to achieve these goals for us, well, you know, make that $8 a month investment. I think it's really worth it. A lot did, Elon,
0: it. did Elon already say when he plans to reinstate the verification, the eight dollar verification process? Yes, Elon, Elon you're just, muted
1: because Kim muted everyone. <laughs> Sorry,
2: I, think so. uh, sometimes, yeah, I guess. Yeah, so uh, we're probably about about a week away. Uh, maybe basically this coming week, we should be able to restart the verification process. Will it be global or is it just the U.S. still? Actually, I'm going to discuss that with the, so. This time for verification, we're, we're taking some additional steps where one has phone ver- phone verified with a known carrier, or a good phone carrier, and and, and we're also will uh, will offer people the option if they want to do ID verification, kind of like what Airbnb does, a similar thing, and they do that all around the world. And then you'll be able to look at an account and say, does the payment verify? Verify it is ID verified. Optionally, and also to establish organizational affiliation. Do you actually have a place with this organization? Is providing organizations with the ability to define, to, 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 to just state which set of users are affiliated with that organization. So like, are you actually a professor at or are you actually, for example, a reporter at the New York Times or whatever, or, or an employee of, you know, go or whatever it is. So just generally to have granularity and nuance. To what verified means, as opposed to the sort of like grab bag, of, grab bag of nonsense, which is the the past verified situation, where you know you, matchable ago, and now you've got to be verified, and it's just kind of crazy me, uh, or or and and then they're also just being traded constantly, just buy a verified badge, so you, can't, you can't actually tell if something for legacy look, you can't tell if it's. If that is a legitimate situation, a crypto scam, whether they're actually or are they? You don't know because there's no granularity to it. And there was no a way money. to buy them off problem. of Google right now. Like you can literally Google verified accounts, and they sell them for like two hundred, five hundred dollars or something, right? Yes, exactly. It's exactly. It's, it's, not like, it's not like It's not like you have to go to the import's dark web to to buy Blue Verified. Literally, Google search. I'm um, and it's on page one of the Google search results. If you want to, yeah. buy, and, and they get verified. So, so it's just basically, it's just a like, quick. And as, so we need to move forward with with something that that is that gives granularity and uh, detail and nuance about the nature of the verification, and so you can actually trust what you see.
9: E- Elon, you yeah, said Elon some not, really uh, admirable things about freedom of speech and your commitment to it and its role in the future of humanity. You didn't answer the question about supporting protesters in China and Iran. Is there freedom of speech, freedom of speech for Chinese people important? It's already banned in humanity? China. Just,
2: just so you know, like Twitter is inaccessible in China. It so it's kind of a pointless question. So,
9: so you, you don't think making it accessible for Chinese or Iranian It doesn't matter.
1: Yeah, it's not Elon. It's not Elon blocking it. Uh, Tommy, 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 you had a question? Tommy? That was Tommy. Okay, go ahead.
3: What's can, what's can, can you address <laughs> so, the question
2: of the freedom of speech? It's Sebastian Gold? Because a lot of people are confused that it's a First Amendment issue, what was dumped by Matt Taibbi. The First Amendment concerns government suppression. So anything that happened before January the 20th is a First Amendment, unless it was the Biden administration afterwards. So for those who think that, you know, we've got the smoking gun and they don't need to wait for anything else, could you address that issue, Mr. Moss? Yeah, I mean, well, first of all, actually, there there are issues with election interference before government. You know, so that that's that that's that that is, I think, an issue. It's Twitter. I would appear that Twitter falsely claimed that there was not
3: election Right, but that, that 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 has to that has to do with in kind
2: contributions. That's a very different kind of thing. It is
3: it is criminal. But but can you tell us if there's
2: you know there will be more smoking guns coming? Yeah, I think there will be more of so- it. So the next question is, well, what happened after the election? Exactly. exactly. That's probably the right thing for episode two, is what happened after the election. And how long do we have to wait for episode two? I don't know. I'll take
1: this Matt. <laughs> so- well, uh, yeah, Will, just quickly, Will, go ahead. Thank you, Elon, Apologies if you didn't address
9: this earlier. Appreciate how long you've been on this call. What subjects outside of Hunter Biden, this is Will Kane from Fox News, what subjects outside of Hunter Biden were subject to the most government-induced censorship?
2: Um, uh, as You may not have heard my earlier comment, but I don't actually, I, like, like I said, I've been, me personally, I've been working on getting Twitter to be healthy and fixing the engineering. I've not been sort of poring over the Twitter files personally. That's sort of been, you know, Matt is doing that It's Barry Weiss now as well. So I guess it would be somewhat of a, you know, guess, guesswork really. But uh, yeah, okay. so, uh, I don't know. There's obviously a lot of questions around sex. There's questions around you know, COVID. There's a lot of questions. But the, I think the important thing is that we just get, you know, bring daylight to all of these things. And so anything that Twitter has done. Um, and sometimes things, you know, a lot of times Twitter's done things that were just, that were just not... It wasn't malicious; it was foolish. The things that are yeah, like looking like, like, people for NPC, right? For for posting NPC memes, the, uh, thousands of people were banned.
1: Yeah, exactly. Right from a, f- <laughs> from, a, from a just quick question: with the companies that stopped advertising on Twitter, which I think most of us agrees is, is just not right, has there been any progress since? Have you been in discussions with them? And what are some other strategies to bring in revenue so we depend less on on advertisers? You
4: can- um, here, this is Eric Bowling again. There's any knowledge or have any truth that those there. there's some indication that a lot of people on the right side of the political aisle lost a ton of followers? I would say from 2018, 2016, all the way to you know, towards the end of 2021. Give you anecdotally, myself, I, I lost 80,000 or so, and not until this is literal, not until you purchase Twitter did I start gaining followers again in, in a fairly robust manner? Is there any truth of that? Do you have any evidence of, it, of that being sort of like a plan or a strategy on Twitter's
1: part?
2: You know, again, like I said, I, I have not read the Twitter file. So it's not real for me to say that. So my, my understanding is limited. And that's why I would leave it to me and Barry Weiss and ultimately others. Which is, which is, is, but if I, if, I, if I say what, what, what is my best is that there was a very different standard applied to Republicans in the US versus standards. There appears that, I'm not saying this is definitely just have been a double standard where where Democrats were not censored and and left causes were not censored, but right right causes and, and Republicans were. And it was and I think this is Frankly, obvious to anyone who uses Twitter without any extra expose of Twitter files, it was it was not even added. And, and and it's it's frankly the the behavior that is to be expected from an organization that is that is based in Francisco, which is far left. From this point, it wouldn't seem like that they're they're being unfair. They're, from this point, simply how they see the world. Um, I mean, I think Matt, Matt posted like political contributions of Twitter being over 99% Democrat. So, well, what kind of viewpoint would you expect people to have then? It's, it's the behavior you'd expect from a company that is essentially a distillation of San Francisco politics.
9: And I hope that... Way, uh, just, the that's really by, by the way, I, I, I want to, to make a question... question.
3: I want to make no. a suggestion, real quick, Elon. When you are mm-hmm. speaking, we can hear you really well. When you are listening, the background noise from your jet is interfering a bit. <laughs> okay. So. Can can you just uh, mute it, yourself you when you are not speaking?
4: Yeah. So
2: anyway, I have a question. Like, That's so when correct. you're you know
4: making a file to available to everybody, uh, or rather more people, I would just like to request that. Give
2: it to me because I work for Rebel News, and <laughs> I think we could do a tremendous job covering as much as anybody else. So, so so trying to
1: so Tim Cast is trying to come up, by the way, Elon just ask you a question. But in the meantime, I just want to go back, and, and I know the Persistence has a question as well. I'll give you the mic right after Persistence. But one one question again, back to the advertisers, Elon, not sure if you heard it before. Any progress there with the advertisers that stopped advertising on Twitter, which we all agree is just not right. And any other strategies to bring revenue outside of advertising? You're muted, Elon.
2: Yeah, so, I mean, so, so Apple has fully resumed advertising, which I appreciate. Uh, Apple is the single biggest advertiser on Twitter, and historically, presently, thanks Apple for fully resuming advertising. And I think we're 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 we are starting to see a lot of other advertisers also resume their spending. Uh, I think that the problem is that they would read all these stories in the media and then think that they were true, and and they're not true, and and then as this becomes the media story, Twitter is like right wing health, which is absolutely is it is. There are far fewer bots, far fewer trolls, and it's. I. It's actually. I think way more fun and interesting. And we're seeing that in the in the user minutes and in the daily average users. Then then advertisers are like, okay, I guess maybe it is safe to get back in the water. And so we are we are seeing this resume advertising on Twitter. So that's that's a good sign. I wish it would be faster, but but we are seeing them resume. The, the more the more concerning factor on the advertising front is just the. The, the entire industry wide drop in advertising, which Twitter is, is not immune from. So, even though advertising is gone, the advertising expenditures in general are dropping for all companies. And so, it is imperative that Twitter and also a revenue source, hence the subscriber revenue, which is just very important for both the, the, the survival and for of Twitter and to reduce its dependence on, on advertisers. So, yeah. Overall, I, think, I, you know, I, I, I'm cautiously optimistic. I'm here yeah. So. Uh, I want to, yeah.
1: I'll add, I'll add one point of credit. Like I have no stats. I have nothing against the, the old, you know, executives at Twitter, et cetera, but very objectively speaking, what you've done in a month. And again, that's purely being objective. What you've done in a month, it is it, it, fucking insane. The amount of progress that you've had and where Twitter is at now in such a short period of time. So not that you need more credit because you're getting a lot here, but I just want to add to it as well. I'll give the mic to, to the persistence who's been waiting for a while and then Spike. Go ahead, persistence.
6: On, from, uh,
1: saved the social media. My question is, do we
6: have any information on advertisers threatening to pull money from Twitter if Twitter did not adhere to a policy? And additionally, do we have any information on congressmen or women who have threatened legislation should Twitter not adhere to a certain policy? And last, I was really intrigued by your comment, positivity and negativity in tweets, you saying that positive tweets would go further. And I just wanted to see what would constitute the measurement from Twitter that would make something positive or negative. Thank you. You're
2: muted. I'll oh, be back. Yeah. Sure. Well, uh, the a- advertisers, for the most part, the advertisers are quite rational in that you know, they, like your advertising family product. But you don't want to be like you your advertising. You don't want to have like some super negative sort of hate speech, or you, you know, see the and and also. Movie or whatever, and, and what you also they, they don't want to not say for work clients, right next to ads for children's toys and stuff like that. That's quite reasonable. I agree with advertising, advertisers have rights, or advertising non advertising that is consistent with their brand. So that, that really just means like is monetize Advertisers advertiser on so I think in, in, in general it's been okay. I mean there, I think there has been some overzealous action by groups that that pressure the advertisers then in pressure Twitter. And you know, we're trying to sort of you know that that, that I thought was, was somewhat unreasonable. But it, I, I I think it's gonna trend in a direction going forward, but I'm I'm not sure but it's, it looks like direction like I said, the advertisers are arbitrary, Twitter, Apple's back of slow ad and and i have had a number of conversations with the advertiser groups. And every time I've had those conversations, advertisers have, have responded positively. And, and I've also just because they are like I mean they were, they're basically, they basically they end up reading the 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 sort of and it's like and then they end up with the, with all the wrong impressions of what's going on. Uh, I said, "Well, have you tried using Twitter? Do you see these things for yourself?" And they're like, "Actually, it's fine when we use Twitter. Like, yes, that's because it is fine." And so then, and then I said, also tell so them, "Like, look, as we try to grow Twitter's user base, a user comes on Twitter and then is immediately attacked by trolls, and and dumped on. They're going to want to leave, because so, uh, who wants to go it's like going to a party or something and everyone just starts yelling at you? You're going to want to leave that party." So. You know, the, the Twitter does need to be a more welcoming environment for new users, and the incentives are actually aligned. If People come on and, and they see interesting, funny tweets, things that, that where they learn learn something new or like it's entertaining, funny. It, that's the thing that we should see more of, and that will that that's consistent with what most advertisers want and what what Twitter wants in order to grow user base. And and then generally over time it's, like, it's yeah, it, you know, people kill can be, I think, to some degree, choose what sort of experience or like, just like you can choose the radio station. Like some people want to listen to sort of smooth jazz, easy listening, or they may want to go to, you know, pop pop music, or they want to go to heavy metal thrash, and, you know, to each their own. Or if they have to go, you know, do, do you want to have, like full contact martial arts? Or do you want you know, light contact? Or do you want to do yoga? You know, and you decide which one of those, what kind of experience you want. That's gonna be important in order to have Twitter appeal to a, a broad audience. So that's, that's, that's the rough day plan.
4: Well, Shopify says you can sell anywhere. Oh, they mean it. Ooh, hold up. Just got a new sale, order fulfilled, and shipped. Inventory level's good. Whoa, Shopify doesn't mind if you're at sea level. Or on top of the world! Uh, you can run and grow your business anywhere. Climbing mountains is never easy, but at least Shopify gives me all the tools I need for my business to hit new peaks. Whether you're selling carabiners or crop tops, start selling with Shopify today and join the platform simplifying commerce for millions of businesses worldwide. We've built the platform so you can keep climbing and grow your business to new heights.